0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Coming up this week, we're going to talk about the best dining locations at DVC Resorts. Hello, everyone, and welcome. Coming to you from the Bob Varley studio in Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined in the studio this week by my good friends, realtor and co-owner, of moving to Orlando.com, Mr. Sean Falk. Hi. Our producer, Mr. Corey Fiasconaro. Welcome home. Joining us remotely. Let's see. Our senior editor of DVCfan.com, Mr. Paul Krieger. Hey everybody. <sighs> Sorry, we're having a little we have a little joke before this. Um, and I'm cracking myself up at the moment. Also joining us. <laughs> From a world of DVC, the DVC rental store brand ambassador, Carrie McPherson.
1: Hi, everybody. Thanks for having me.
0: And the marketing and sales director for DVC resale market, Marissa Vallotton.
2: Hello, hello.
0: I'm not going to use your other name, Marissa. <laughs> um, so welcome, folks. Welcome to the show. We're doing something a little different this week. So if it seems a, a little odd that this show is appearing as well on our Disney dining channel. That's because we thought we'd put this show up in two places since we're talking about dining and, and we're very limited in the number of restaurants we can review at the moment on the dining channel. So, uh, this is going up on both the Disney dining channel and our Disney vacation club channel. So just wanted to clear that up for folks. Like, why is there, why is the show here? Why is the show there? Um, I know how you get, uh, before we get started, just a couple things. Number one, um, help us out. Help us out. Hit that subscribe button, regardless of which channel you're on. Hit that subscribe button. Also hit that thumbs up. Really helps us out with YouTube. They use that information to get, uh, gauge engagement. Gauge engagement. Is that really a way to say that? Uh, gauge engagement and, uh, recommend us to other folks. Helping them find our channel and subscribe and like and find other folks. It's a the great circle of life on YouTube. Um also, as we say all the time, if you like our content, you enjoy our shows, our vlogs, um, our blogs, our, our Facebook group, uh, our, our our discussion forums on disboards.com, uh one of the ways we pay for that are through is through our, our fantastic sponsor and in this case that is world of DVC which consists of DVC resale market where you can buy a, a fantastic resale contract they have a tremendous website and mobile app that allows you to like search and get notified it's fantastic it's fantastic dvcresealmarket.com dvcrentalstore.com is where you can rent DVC points or if you're a DVC member looking to rent out your points, great location right there for that. Also renting points. I say it all the time is a great way. If you're thinking about DVC to try before you buy, actually rent points and go stay at a DVC resort and get the experience of being a, a DVC, what a DVC member uh, experiences. And uh I'll tell you something. You do that. You're going to be in the club just like I was. And then, of course, uh, MoneraFinancial.com, which is where you can finance your all or part of your DBC contract. Uh, DBC resale contract. Doesn't work on direct, just on resale. So there you go. Those are our sponsors. Please show them love and support. And show us love and support with that like button and that subscribe button, and now I'll shut up. Now I'll shut up. So, all right, we want to talk about the best dining locations at DVC resorts. Yep. And who do I want to start with? Mariska Hardigay, uh, uh, Peloton bike.
2: <laughs> We're going to start um, with you. Okay. I think a lot of what goes into like, what I love about different places to dine at Disney is not just the food, but also the experience. And so for us, we did dinner at California Grill one night, and it was one of those dinners where everything just went perfect, like the stars aligned. So then I think it just in your memory, the food was great, but I think just the service and the experience we had just makes that restaurant for us just so high in terms of a dining location. It was one of the first like expensive restaurants that we brought our son to, and he was two at the time. And I remember we ordered appetizers. I had the scallops. Everything was delicious. But funny enough, one of the things that sticks out the most for me in that uh, scenario was the mac and cheese for the kid's meal was $11. Now, my two-year-old son, who might have one bite of that, it was one of those things where we go, do we even order him food? What are we going to do? So we went ahead and ordered him the mac and cheese. He was just old enough to start sitting through dinner. I just remember he sat like... 15-year-old boy and ate all of his mac and cheese. And so it was just one of those moments, like proud mom moments where I go, oh, he got through dinner and he enjoyed it. And he's like this little grown (laughs) two-year-old eating his mac and cheese. So it was just one of those perfect magical experiences. We got to see the fireworks. The food was fantastic. And then it was during Christmas time, uh, again, a few years ago before COVID. But I remember coming back down um, as we finished dining and all the carolers were standing in the lobby of Bailey like, Power singing Christmas carols. So it just kind of put that huge bow. I don't know if we'll ever be able to read that exact experience, but for us, it just puts that restaurant so high on our list.
0: All right. Fiasco, coming over to you. So I have
3: three restaurants in mind that I would consider my absolute favorite. Now, when I want to say what I think contests the best restaurant out of all of these, is a few things I'm taking into consideration. Um, the price for what you're getting is definitely one of them. How consistently good the food and services is is another one. Um, so, while something like Gico was probably the best dinner, best standalone dinner I've ever had at Walt Disney World. Uh, It it fails in the category of consistency because I've also had some pretty mad mad dinners there as well. Um, But one restaurant that I've been to over 50 times, literally have never had a bad meal. This is all within the past three years. And every time I have guests stay with me, they always leave saying that was my favorite meal that we've had, whether it be breakfast, lunch or dinner. They always say that was their favorite. Uh, regardless of where else are you, you going to tell
0: us what the restaurant is? The r-
3: <laughs> okay. So now that that's been built up, uh, I think the best restaurant in any DBC resort is the wave. I've eaten there so many times. So the honorable mention, um, that I'm going to mention in a future show is Topolinos. The only reason why I wouldn't say that Topolinos beats out the wave yet is it is still new. Um, we really have not even had a year of dining at Topolino's, yet alone dining there under like ideal circumstances. The resort was open for like three months before it closed. And then, you know, we've been in the modified period since. So not enough time to really dig in and say, yeah, Topolino's is the best, uh, but it is a contender. And I think it has the potential, if it can hold the consistency it had in those opening months, uh, to be what I would consider the best restaurant. But for right now, the wave... Like, like I said, I've been, I've eaten there over 50 times easily. uh, And breakfast, lunch, dinner is always slam dunk out of the park. Never a bad experience. And, you know, with certain restaurants, it's even like, oh, you know, I've had iffy experiences there. But the waitstaff, the service made up for it. They, they, you know took the ball into the court and they fixed everything and made everything better. I don't even have anything to say about that with the wave because literally every time is just, is just perfection for me.
0: Okay. well wow. That was a show unto itself. Um, <laughs> sorry, honey. Uh, Paul, what about you?
4: So I took a little bit of a different angle here and I thought about what resort overall has the best dining, um, Mm. that i've experienced and first off if we just say singular restaurant it's got to be victoria and albert um and i've stated this on previous shows it's not just the food it's the full experience it's the fact that the mater d knows your name the moment you walk in and it, it's like you've been there for years and the surf is amazing all of the cast members working there is amazing. the entertainment is Um, The the Harvest Elizabeth who plays it regularly. Um, I could have just sat there and listened to Disney tunes and the other music that she was playing for hours. And the food is next level. It's it's something that I believe is an experience that everyone needs to save up and try at least once if you're a Disney Vacation Club member. Uh, But an honorable mention that I'm going to throw out there is located just across the hall from... Victorian Alberts, and that's Enchanted Rose. Uh, Enchanted Rose, Amy and I tried for the first time last year. We stopped in for some drinks, but had an, a, a wonderful experience. It's a little pricey for what you're going to get. Um, $25 for an old-fashioned is, is kind of a pricey old-fashioned, and you can't get over that no matter how good the, the drink is. But the food that they are doing there as well is amazing. Truffle fries. Last do. We went back recently, uh, didn't have a uh, dining reservation one night, and went in, had basically their entire food menu, uh, along with a couple of their drinks, and that is a loc- that is a lounge where you need to go and, uh, and try the food, because it was amazing.
0: All right. let's go over to Sean.
5: Um, so for
4: me, I had
5: um I went through several rounds of this. Um, I think consistency and uniqueness and experience-wise, I think I'd give it to Boma. Um, I actually am not a huge fan. Boma's not my style of food, but even when we reviewed it, I gave it a 10 out of 10 because it is very good quality, it's a very good variety, it's very good experience atmosphere. Every it literally ticks every single box. But if it's just not your kind of food, it's not your kind of food. So that's that. But if you want a cool, unique experience, go to Boma. Um, I think a good blend. Uh, the dinner at Makahiki out in Alani is mm-hmm. amazing. Um, I'm a big seafood fan, and they have amazing seafood, and they have unlimited sushi and unlimited crab legs and oysters and crab claws and all that stuff. So that's really appealing to me, not to mention the character interaction is as good as you're going to get. Anywhere, um, the outdoor, indoor dining mix is really cool. Um, great experience. I know Alani's kind of its own, its own animal here and a lot of people haven't been qualifies, but it's great. And, but I will say, I think my number one based on consistency and we, I don't believe it ever, ever comes up on DVC shows or anything is probably going to be Napa Rose. Out in, uh, out at the Grand Californian. I have never had a bad meal there. And I've gone several times with the Diz. I have gone on my own and eaten there. Um, even the last time I was there, I think there was like eight of us that were there. And it was like me and my friends and family that locally live there. And so when I go out to California, my family usually that lives in LA, they'll usually drive down and meet and, um, we go to Napa Rose. And it is, the best experience and everybody in there knows what they're talking about. I'm, I'm not a big wine drinker, but immediately they're like, Oh, based on what you're getting, I can get you a wine that you will like that will pair with that. And I'm like, good luck. Cause like, I just don't like wine. And every time they shock me, they find something that I'll like that goes really well with the meal that I have. And they have some very odd, unique, menu items and it changes so constantly but it's always good no matter which one you go to the best meal i've ever had was there once and i got this like strawberry it was like a strawberry rubbed salmon which i was like that is so bizarre to me and they're like no you have to try it you have to try it so i got it and i was like this is the best dish i've ever had anywhere at disney before so napa rose if if Disneyland ever reopens. <laughs> like You can go to Napa Rose because it is so good. And Disneyland's food is so good by comparison to Disney World.
0: Yeah, I agree.
4: I think it's worth pointing out as well for people that haven't been to Disneyland uh, that Napa Rose, a lot of what they are doing at Napa Rose is what I believe that they've tried to sort of replicate at California Grill. So, I mean, that's why both of those restaurants are very good.
0: Yeah. All right. What about, uh, what about you, Marissa? Oh, we did, Marissa. Sorry. Carrie.
1: <laughs> yes, although I know Marissa could continue to talk more <laughs> because this is yes. a hard question, Pete, um, because there's so many fabulous restaurants with me, but I kind of took it in two different directions. So we had a Thanksgiving meal at California Grill, and I know Brett has about California Grill, but between the cast members the service, the food, which was just a turkey dinner, let's be honest, but it was spectacular. But then they said, come back up tonight and you can watch the fireworks from Turkey, which we didn't expect that to happen. And so it was my whole family. And um, we had other arrangements that night to go have dessert with some friends that we canceled um, because we said we're going to take them up on that. It was so easy to just get right back up and see... Fireworks on Thanksgiving night from the balcony there. So I always think California Girl is so special um, for any special occasion and food is so good. But when I think of kind of that everyday um, Disney Vacation Club meal, you go to Olivia's at Old Key Web. And um, it's it a nostalgic throwback, you know, with all the pictures of members up on the wall. Um, I still think they have some of the best breakfast on property. And I'm not a big breakfast Either, but we've gone breakfast lunch and dinner and the service is always fantastic. The food is wonderful. And it just kind of feels a little bit old to us. Um, and we love that, you know, so we love the fancy California grill, but for our everyday we, have, we choose Olivia's it's fantastic.
0: Okay. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, I have to echo what Sean said. Um, Makahiki out at uh, Alani is phenomenal. That, and I don't eat seafood. And I thought that dinner buffet that mm-hmm. was fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. I was really surprised. Even now it
5: it's a prefix and it's even better than it used to be as a buffet.
0: That's well. tremendous. Um, <laughs> and uh, uh, Napa Rose, I hadn't even thought of that. I can't believe I didn't think of that because that is absolutely one of my favorite restaurants anywhere. Um, and I have to echo Fiasco on the Wave. Uh, everybody knows I'm a huge fan of the Wave for a number of reasons. Um, the food is superb. Whether you're going for breakfast and you want a quick buffet, well, I'm not now, but yeah, in normal times, quick buffet, they, you, they've they got it. You want a really fun, inventive, a la carte menu for breakfast? They've got it. Fantastic at lunch and then dinner. Bacon and eggs, folks. Bacon and eggs. There should be a Nobel Prize given out to whoever came up with the bacon and eggs appetizer. At, and again, I'm not going to go off on it because you guys have already heard it a million times from me. But the fact that that restaurant at the contemporary ground floor, of the contemporary is a short walk over to the magic kingdom. So if you want to take a break and just kind of get out of the magic kingdom for a little while, it's a short walk right over to that restaurant. It is right now my favorite restaurant at Walt Disney. World. I don't think I've said that I, I've given it that, yeah, I always time.
5: thought you were going to say
0: Flying Fish. <clears throat> I Flying Fish is also on my list. Mm. But the breakfast, lunch, and dinner, um, proximity to the Magic Kingdom, and the fact that I always find myself wanting to go there. I always find myself, you know, oh, hey, let's head over to the Wave. Let's head over to the Wave. Let's head over to the Wave.
3: Yeah. It's not even a signature restaurant.
0: And it's not a signature restaurant. Feels like it. And, and depending on the meal, yep. depending on the meal, absolutely. Uh, flying fish is absolutely another one. I don't think flying fish gets anything close to the kind of love that it deserves over mm-hmm. at the boardwalk. Um, that, that is a signature restaurant and it's just phenomenally inventive menu that changes like every couple of weeks They're depending on what's fresh, depending on, What's in season, um, so they're always coming there's always i mean they they have their staples, um their pork belly, yeah, incredible, incredible, so it's a staple right on the menu, but then, depending on what the chef can get his hands on chef Tim, chef Tim Majoris, <clears throat> what he can get his hands on, he is like, okay, let's do this, let's do this this week. It's been- fantastic. Because, you know, to the point, to Paul's point about Victorian Albers, there is a line, a real line between a wonderful dinner and a culinary experience. There is a real line between a wonderful, uh, a wonderful chef and a chef who's an artist. Both are wonderful, but they're very different experiences. So when you talk about Victorian Alberts, Victorian Alberts is a culinary experience, right? This is something, this is a dinner you're going to remember 20 years from now. I've only eaten there once, only because I will not, with this fat neck, I'm not putting on a tie. Um, Feels like I've got a noose around my neck. (laughs) But uh, I don't like dressing up like that for dinner. Not even on cruises or anything. I just don't. Um, but I did eat there many years ago. Um, it was in fact, 21 years ago that I ate there. And I remember that meal like it was yesterday. That's a culinary experience. That's a culinary experience. Then there are places like the wave or flying fish, flying fish kind of straddles that line between culinary experience and just great, great food. Um, but then, you know, there are experiences like that where, I go all the time. I love it. It's a staple. Um I also want to make sure that some love is given uh to Boma over at Animal Kingdom Lodge. I think it is the best buffet meal you will find on property. And even if some of the food there is not to your liking, the, the variety of it, there's so much there that, and it, it's something for everybody. So you've got the traditional, you know, Sausage and bacon and scrambled eggs and toast mm. and pastries and things like that. And then you have Baboti, which again, Nobel Prize, Nobel Prize for Baboti. Uh, that, that's just incredible, incredible. Um, I'm probably mispronouncing it. So forgive me, but, um, and then, you know, we, I, I think we should give some love to counter service. Uh, DBC resorts, two DBC resorts in particular with great counter service. Again, Animal Kingdom Lodge, the Mara, fantastic. And, uh, Polynesian, Captain Hooks. Oh, yeah. Um, Captain Cooks. Captain, Captain Cooks. Cooks, Captain yeah. Cooks, sorry. Um, the coconut curry meatballs, Nobel Prize. Um, but even, um, uh, oh my God, upstairs, not Ohana. Kona. Um, Kona. Kona. Kona Cafe. Kona Cafe. Kona Cafe. Now, Kona, Kona's on a, one of those restaurants that comes and goes. But the last time I was there, which was, you know, before the apocalypse, um, it was, I'd been going, I'd been there quite a few times. It was phenomenal. So again, you know, whether you're out in Disneyland, whether you're out in Alani, whether you're here in Walt Disney World, um, the options there are so many. I mean, I could literally sit here and go on for an hour. Mm.
4: I think it's. Uh, I think it's worth noting as well that in the world we currently live in, a lot of people still are unsure about going indoors to a restaurant. And I think Disney Disney Vacation Club resorts are doing a wonderful job in offering to go opportunities. A lot of the, the the places we've mentioned, I believe, Kona Cafe. Uh, the wave, all of those are offering basically opportunities where you can you can place some uh, mobile orders, so to say, uh, for the food from those resorts. And normally, in the past, I've done like takeout at a at a restaurant and been very greedy of what I'm <laughs> going to receive because a lot of places have not done good with just the idea of make the dish, put it in the box, and it should be okay. They do something where they take a hammer to it and it turns into a completely crazy different dish that you don't want to eat. Um, But the world we live in is elevated. I think the expectations for those takeout meals. And so you can still get a lot of this great dining and go back to your your villa and enjoy it there.
5: I had a question specifically from Marissa. Um, I think that there's, because obviously the majority of us uh, that are on these shows don't have kids. Um, I think there is a good conversation there or a good question for as somebody who has, you know, has a kid. And wants to go to nicer places, uh, as you had mentioned, like what's kind of a good option there? Because I'm sure there's this thing where like, oh, I want to go to nice places, but I don't want my kid to be disruptive either if they're younger or whatever. Is there kind of like a cool compromise in there?
2: So I think, I mean, Disney in general does such a good job about this. There's so many places in Orlando where we'll go out and, We'll feel very timid when we bring our son because we'd like to bring him with us. We'd prefer to have him along. And so we take him to really fine dining. And there are places, I think, all around the city where it's very awkward if people look at you. Disney does a really good job. And honestly, that's probably why we do so much fine dining at Disney or Disney Springs, just because their, their staff, their team, and even the guests around you, when you're walking in with a three-year-old, they're not glaring at like... Who's that couple who brought their kid here? Uh, So I think they do a really good job. Um, I think some of the things to prepare for being a parent in those scenarios is prepare for not bringing your stroller in or having maybe some little snacks in case it takes a little bit longer for food to come out. But for the most part, we haven't had one fine dining experience where we felt out of place or where our son didn't have really a great dining experience.
0: That's one of the great things about Disney world, isn't it? Or about Disney, you know, Disney parks in general, Disney restaurants in general, there are family experiences anywhere, you know, maybe not Victorian Alberts. Maybe that's where you got to draw the line, but, um, but anywhere else, I mean, it really is, uh, that is one of the great things about, about Disney among many. So, all right. Well, uh, Carrie and Marissa, thank you so much for joining us. Just a reminder, support our sponsors, World of DBC, dbcresalemarket.com, dbcrentalstore.com, and monerafinancial.com. Thank you guys for joining us. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, Fiasco. Thank you, Sean. And thank you for being with us. We'll see you again next week with another edition of the DBC Show.